Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. In a recent survey on our Twitter, we asked about bullying based on a story that was in the news that bullying costs $239 million a year, every year. And this, of course, is based on absenteeism in the workplace. Not, by the way, that the financial aspect of bullying should be that important, but I think it raises the issue quite well. And basically, according to the research, one in ten people have been or are being bullied in work by a fellow employee or indeed their boss. Over 1.7 million workdays are lost every year. Now, this is according to new research by Brainstorm Podcast, uh, John Cullinan and Margaret Hodkins from the NUI in Galway. Now, bullying also has links to post-traumatic stress disorder and the research shows the enormity of the problem. Bullying in the workplace or school and college can lead to reduced levels of concentration, increased alcohol consumption, in adults and the strain on their personal lives and relationships. And of course, bullying is in, is higher in certain occupations, in particular the health sector, probably due to the pandemic as well. I can only assume that remote working has helped the situation because if people are somewhat disconnected from the office and their boss and their fellow colleagues or work colleagues, maybe they're possibly dreading going back now. So um, bullying in the workplace in particular is notoriously difficult to deal with as sometimes the bully can be a person you report the bullying to, I suppose, is that's the point that's making. So it can be very difficult where in a school setting, it's unlikely that you're being bullied by the principal. Um, you know, and the principal, of course, would have the bullying policy in the school. Now, in our own survey on Twitter, which was answered by 1,129 people, not scientific, but still a large sample size, we asked the question about had you been bullied in work, school or both? And we also said, had you not been bullied? So no was 25%. So 25% of people who, in the survey, said they had never been bullied at all. School, 38% of people were bullied while they were in school. In work, 13%, which ties in with the survey from NUI, by the way. And both, 24%. So 24% of people, you can add that to the 13%, of course, as well, and the 38%. 24% of people said they were bullied in both. So overall, 75% of people believe at some point in their life they had been bullied by somebody, be it in work, college, school, whatever it happened to be. So is bullying in school or work taken seriously enough? Does your company, college and school have a policy to deal with the bullies? Do they actually have a policy set out to actually proper deal with bullying? And what is bullying? Because different people's interpretation of bullying, I I suppose, are different. Somebody telling somebody how to do a particular job, I suppose, can be bullying if it's not done in a positive way. Um, If it's done in a very critical way, it can come across as bullying. Uh, The same goes for school. If a student is not performing as well as they should and the teacher's kind of having a bit of a go, uh, maybe trying to correct them, there's a proper way to do that. There's a more positive way to interact with a student or a college uh, student or, or a work uh, colleague. There's a more positive way to do that. And then you've also got the other end problem is not just those who would be your line managers, your teachers or your lecturers. It would be those who would be working with you or in college with you. So in other words, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're bullied by superiors. They could be bullied by fellow co-workers or they could be bullied by uh, fellow students in the school or in the college. So maybe you've had an experience and you had a good outcome to it or you had a bad outcome to it. Let me know what you think. The number is 087188008. Do we take it seriously enough? And the number is 087188008. That's 087188008. 
And I want to know today, I want to get your stories. I want to find out, you know, what happened to you in work. Now, obviously, please don't mention the name of the place you work in or the school you went to, but certainly what happened. How did they deal with it? Was it dealt with properly? Do they have a proper pu- uh, bullying policy in place? Because that is the law, by the way, nowadays. All companies, all schools, all colleges must have a policy in place to deal with bullying and harassment. And there also must be a HR department, be it in a school or a college. Well, you know, obviously in a school you wouldn't have a HR department, but you would certainly have uh, somebody you can go to, like a principal or a whatever it is, a head teacher of your for a home year, I suppose, teacher uh, of your year. But in a workplace, there should be a HR department to deal with those situations. And somebody who's disconnected, I suppose, from the people who are actually bullying you. Uh, okay, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 87 Have you ever been bullied and was it dealt with properly? In other words, do we take it seriously enough in this country? Let me know what you think. I don't want to get your stories today. Uh, Patrick, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Patrick? Hello, Niall. How are the choppers? Are they all fixed up now? Oh, the witch? The teeth? The choppers? Oh, no, nearly, nearly. <laughs> oh, nearly. Yeah, yeah. I have to, I have to, get, I have to get another bridge. But, oh. See, I, I got two of the teeth out, okay? So I have to oh. wait till the gum settles before I can get yeah, to the other bridge in, yeah. Of course. Well, oh, it's I'm a nightmare, glad... isn't it? Oh, don't tell me about Thank, it. Thanks for reminding me, Patrick, by the way. Well, no, the reason I'm asking is um, how were you after getting them out? Because I, get, I have to get a couple out. Oh, how many of you to get out? Two. Oh, but that's not too bad. Oh, yeah. Well, that's all right then. Thank yeah. God for that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I got two out. Uh, but now the problem I had was the two that I got out were already broken. So oh. that, that made it more difficult. Cause it, you of know, course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they break up. Yeah, yeah. I was, not, I was, it's not, well, Patrick, there's no doubt about it. It's not fun. If that's oh, no, I tell you, it's the last thing that I ever want to do, to be honest with you. But look, I, to, to give you some indication, when the, the day I got them out, or I got one out one day and the other out the following week, right? And the day yeah. I got them out, I was in work that night. I know, sure. I heard you. I was yeah. listening to you and I thought, He's the great, he's the great man because I'd be lie, lie, lying in bed more. Feeling sorry for yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the dentist has to be the worst place to go. No disrespect to dentists oh, listening. Yeah, okay, yeah, but Patrick, yeah. getting back to bullying, um, yeah. do, you, do you believe that bullying, I mean, looking at the research that we did and the research in NUI Galway, it seems yeah. to be more common than people actually think. Well, it actually is now, Niall. I'm not going to mention any names, obviously, but I had to take my daughter out of two schools because of bullying. Now, the schools she's in now are fantastic. Okay. They're looking after her, but it has left her with depression. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah, it has. And unfortunately, where we're living in North Kildare, mental health services are very, very poor. Can I, can I ask you a question, Patrick? I'm no disrespect to your daughter. Yeah, yeah. Because, because I, was, I was bullied in school as well. I remember what yeah. it was like, okay? Sure. But do you believe that some people are more predisposed to bullying than others? In other yeah. words, my mother used to always say I was a sensitive soul. You, do yeah. you understand what I'm saying? So some people are easier to bully than others. Agreed, Niall. Absolutely. They know who to, who to pick on. Mm-hmm. They really do, you know. I mean, it was the case in one of the schools. You know how they have these great policies on the wall, or anti-bullying and that. I went in there and I fought for about six or seven months for my daughter. And not one of those girls that were involved, and there was a gang of them, had any sanctions put against them whatsoever. And what were they doing to her? Pushing her, calling her names. Um, you know, even on social media, she couldn't 
get away from them, you know? That's the problem nowadays, of course. That Social is the media problem, makes yeah. it worse. Yeah, yeah, of course. But I mean, I'm, I'm one of these people now. I, you touch my uh, blue, light my blue touch paper and run. Okay. And when it comes to my family and bullying and all that, I don't stand for any of that. I can't blame so, you. Well, when I went in there now, Nile, and the teachers were paying me lip service, I'll be honest with you, I blew a fuse. Okay. You know, and I told them in no uncertain terms, unless they dealt with it, that I would deal with it, and they wouldn't be very happy with the out. Yeah, outcome. and, I, and I, I don't, I don't advocate parents getting involved to that coming extent, but I do understand. No, but by the way, that. I understand it, Patrick, yeah, because I've yeah. been in that situation with my own daughter, and I've been in that situation many times. You know, and, and yeah. look, we all want to protect our children, and we would all say the same thing: if anyone touches my child, I'll punch the head off them. We'd all yeah. feel that way, and we want to do that. Yeah. Un- unfortunately, you can't obviously do that because you could find yourself in, you could find yourself that. in a very difficult situation. Then, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But it's it's terrible, Niall, um, when you're going in and you're pointing this out and you're telling them who these people are. Because my my daughter talks to me. She talks to her mom. She's very open when something happens. And we went in and sat down, and all we got was lips lip service. Basically. So what they say? We'll talk to the person's parents. Oh, and... you no, know, they didn't. They said, oh, we'll talk to the to, to them, and you know, we'll tell them that this is not acceptable and all that, that and the other. And did it get I to said, a point where your daughter was afraid to go into school? Yeah, and I I went in one day and I said, my daughter's not coming back to school anymore. Oh, why is that? Why do you think? <laughs> yeah, I've been in already. Uh, Explained well, this to you a million times. Yeah. I can tell you, Niall, the language I used, I couldn't put out over the air, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I can, well, I can understand you getting annoyed, you, yeah. you, you know, because it's very hard, as you know yourself, when somebody that you love is getting hurt. Yeah. And, and the people who's... And I pointed out to them, I said, you have a duty to care to my daughter to see she's safe from the minute she sets foot in this school till she steps out of it and I take her home. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But I tell you, Niall, no. It, it, there, there isn't enough... Sanctions, and I don't believe that it is taken seriously. And when, and when she went to the second school, the same thing happened again. Same thing again. There was this gang. I went in. I found out who they were. I spoke to the head, and I told him. And he said, "Yeah, yeah, we know. Other kids have gone through this, and they're gone." So I said, "Well, then, why are they still in the school? Kick them out." And the answer was, uh, which <laughs> again he says to me. The parents are, are pay, patrons of this. I said, I don't care who their parents are. The parents I were said. patrons of the school. Patrons on the, of what, on the board. School. On the parental yes. board, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. okay. I said, well, then I'll, I'll tell you something. I said, they're not fit to be on the board. Clearly not. Clearly not, I said, because he said, and he said, you know, my hands are tied. I said, well, I hope when I take you to court, I said, that uh, you'll explain the same thing to mm. the judge. You know? I, I, oh, I was in a very similar you know? situation many years ago and I remember a principal talking to me. My son was very young at the time and he was getting yeah. a bit of a hard time. Now, thankfully, nothing too serious, but I did say to the principal and, and this kid had gone way over the top, just not with my son, with other kids in the class other as well. Kids, yeah. yeah, this kid was just a bully. That was the end of it. It was a bully, yeah. yeah and yeah. it was a girl. It was a little girl, actually. Oh, was, sure. Yeah, yeah, and she was picking on boys, surprisingly, which was quite weird. But anyway, and I don't mean that in a sexist kind of way. I'm just saying it was quite oh, odd. I know what you mean, yeah. But, but uh, the principal said to me, what do you expect me to do? I can't, <laughs> I can't expel her. 
And I said, well, you've had complaints from at least five parents about this particular individual child. Why can't you expel her? And he said, because she has to go to another school anyway. She's entitled to an education, so we can't just move the problem to another school. So that, that was the kind of answer. I was given at the time. Now, thankfully, it sorted itself out in the end. In the end, uh, I think the child snapped out eventually. But that was the kind of answer that was being given to parents. Which, well, sure, what can we do about it? We have to move them to another school. Now, it's different in secondary school, of course. They can expel them. Oh you know? yes, yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, luckily enough, now as I say, now the school that she's in now, she's well, well looked after. Uh, they look out for her. They help her. She, they have a school counsellor there that that you can go go to if you feel a bit down or whatever, you know. So they're very very good now. Mm. I have to, have to say, but those other two schools were a disgrace. Yeah, Niall, you know what can I do? I'll tell you exactly what you can do if I do your bloody job. Well, That's yeah. exactly what. You and can and do. so she's happy now. She's in a new, a new school now, and she's okay. Well, she's okay in the sense that when she decides, when she feels like that, she can go in. Because I'll be honest with you, Niall, between you and me, it's left it's left my daughter with depression. Yeah, and she's being treated that now. I'm, I'm really sorry to hear you that, know. Patrick, and I can understand uh, yeah. how that can happen, because according to this research, that bullying can lead to post-traumatic stress disorder. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Because, like because you end up in a situation, be it in work or, or, or in school, where you're afraid to actually go in, or you're trying to avoid the person that's bullying you. Yeah, yeah, you know well, I mean? on, yeah, absolutely. And as I say, this, this was a group of girls her own age, and they were well known for it, and the school just would not do anything about it, you know. All right, well, listen, I've got to take a break. Patrick, thanks very much, and I hope your daughter gets on okay, and I hope she continues to thrive in the new school and you get the help for her that she needs. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping, numbers 87 I want to know, have you ever had experiences with your own children with bullying in school, college, or maybe you had a personal experience of bullying in the workplace as well? How was it dealt with? And do we take it seriously enough in this country in, in relation to bullying in general? Do we take it seriously enough? Let me know what you think. The numbers 087 Hi, Jerry. You're an Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing? How are you doing, Noel? Happy Monday to you. Happy Monday to you too. I, I was quite shocked when I seen this article in relation. Now, this obviously can't focus on bullying in the workplace. And, you know, the amount of people that are bullied in the workplace and we lose 1.7 million days' work are lost. Now, I know it should never come down to financial cost, by the way, but it does go to show you how many people are being bullied. Yeah. <laughs> um, bullying, some people being insulted will class it as bullying. Mm-hmm. Whereas I would see bullying as something that's chronic all the time, constantly, day in, day out. Yeah. Do you know, do you know what I mean? I, I texted in a story there about a lad in school. Uh, a few lads I used to go to school, one of the younger brothers was being bullied constantly, right. every day, having to go. The, 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 the parents went up to the school on numerous occasions. They were told the school couldn't really do much about it. They warned the older brothers not to get involved because he was a younger kid, you know, and it could cause more troubles. Well, one day the kid was going in and these lads went for him. So he picked up a steel bar off the ground and he just betrayed him. Oh, my. He betrayed him very badly. And again, the school are like, oh, you know, they expelled him because of it. But they're like, you know, we have to get the guards involved. And it's fair enough. But we've been up in the school 15 or 16 times about this bullying. And then all of a sudden the school are like, oh, well, maybe we won't get involved. We won't get to do anything about it. But, uh, so in other words, that whole incident like, with the iron bar could have been avoided if it had been dealt with oh, properly in the first place. Absolutely yeah. avoidable. Mm-hmm. But the other side of it is, 
sometimes you just have to do something about it to stop it. You know, that kid was never bullied again. And his reputation goes through the school. I know we're only talking about school kids here now. It's not work. Yeah. It's kind of a different life. But his reputation went through the school and he breathed through the rest of second, uh, secondary school. So, so the attitude was don't mess with him. <laughs> absolutely don't mess with him. You know? Yeah, but, no, um, I, and I, I, you know, I do want, you know, by the way, I do. He's not the type of guy. Like, he's not yeah. the type of guy that would have, and that's why they picked him. I heard you mention that earlier, like the predisposition. But uh, this lad would be a soft-spoken lad. And easy going. And they used to constantly have a go at him. He wouldn't go, he wouldn't go to the teachers, but he went to his parents. So his parents came into school and that was embarrassing him and all. You know, this kind of way. Yeah. Till eventually he just had enough. So I'm not doing this anymore. And like I said, he took action. So, See, I know. think everybody has a point where they just crack, don't they? And I don't believe that. It's obviously, that's not the right yeah. thing to do. But, but I think everybody has a point where they just can't take any more. Yeah, the unfortunate thing is not everybody has the physical capability to snap back like that and they snap inwards. And that's right. where... Yeah, of course. You, know, you take it out on yourself and you... you uh, Introvert, extrovert kind of thing. Yeah, well, well, it can be very damaging to people's, people's self confidence. Absolutely, Absolutely. Yeah. you know what I mean. It's destroying people's self confidence. Do we do? Do we do enough about it? I mean, I don't know if we, what we can do or can we do more. Certainly, when it comes to bullying in the workplace. Well, look, we're all adults. We should be able to deal with that a lot better. But when it comes to bullying in the school, you're dealing with one person who's usually the principal who has the the bullying policy in the school, which might be gathering dust on top of a shelf. So, are we actually doing enough to deal with it? I, I don't I don't know is my honest answer. My experience in the school was we were told to get on with it. And if someone was putting it up to you, you put them back. Now, I mean, we were in school nearly 40 years ago, so it was a, it was a different time, a different place, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know what schools are like nowadays, but it sounds like they're sitting them in the corner and telling them to behave doesn't work. Well, no, you know? it certainly doesn't. Or telling people not uh, to time do out, it. Time yeah. out seat. That's a turn I look for. Like, time out corners don't seem to be the solution to this type of problem, you know? Yeah, I mean, have you personally, Jerry, have you ever experienced any bullying, be it in work or in school? Uh, me, no. Okay. I, well, then you're, no, in the, you're in the 25%, so. Yeah, but just to say that then, um, when I was going through school, I had two older brothers, and one of the older brothers had a reputation. Right. Had an earned reputation. Now, I'd never keep up with his reputation. Yeah. But, he, but he went ahead of me, so I had an easy pass. I won't, you know, and looking back and going, yeah, there's a lot of times I probably should have got a punch in the head, but I didn't, and I know now why I didn't get it. Like, it right, because if people were saying, you, you, you know who Jared's brother is, don't you? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm not going to mess with Jared. Yeah, I mean, and, you know. I mean, I, I don't think the advice would be, and I know there's a lot of parents listening today whose kids are oh, being yeah, bullied no, school. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not recommending violence. No, absolutely, of I, course not. But, but sometimes I suppose you can understand why people get frustrated when they feel that the administration aspect of it, or the bullying policy, is just not doing enough, and their child, like Patrick's kid, is depressed and miserable. I, do you know? Have you ever heard Stephen Fry talk about being bullied in school? No, no. In light, well, he went. He went to a, like this old boys kind of school. Yeah. And if, if someone went to hit him, I don't know if I can say this in morning time, radio station, but he said, if someone went to hit him, he said, don't hit me. It gives me an erection. Okay. Oh, right. Okay. So it was kind of yeah. reverse psychology. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And they used to just go, oh, fry. Oh, stop. Yeah, yeah. Walk, walk away. away. Yes, of course. Yeah. Said, that's, that's how he got through school. So like, he, he was a target for bullying, he said. So when they come up to him, he just shouts some, something yeah. to that equivalent at them and they'd leave him alone. Yeah, there was a psychological element to that. Yeah, I know, and I mentioned earlier on to Patrick as well, because I remember my own son, well, my daughter was, was bullied in secondary school, but I remember my son when he was very young, he was only five or six, and because he was a first child, an only child at that stage, uh, you know, you're kind of overprotective, so anybody who even looked at him square ways, you thought he was being bullied, you know what I mean? 
So I, I was up and down to the school. I'm sure they were sick looking at me. I was up, up and down to the school. I even went to the, I did the creepiest thing I ever did. I remember my son was uh, being pushed around by this kid and I said to him, the next time the kid comes over and pushes you or does nothing, do you tell him your father is standing at the gates of the school? And I said, I'll be there. And I went, that sounds a bit creepy now when I think back. And I put, you do anything to protect your child, wouldn't you? You do. You do what works. You do what you think works. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Well, thank you very much for that. Let me just go to Julian as well. Uh, Julian, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Julian? How are you doing, Niall? How are you today? Good, Julian. Were you, were you bullied in school? No, I wasn't. It was, it's still my son when he was in junior infants. Okay. And my ex went up to this principal, said as the principal, nothing was done. Happened again. My ex went up to the principal, nothing was done. So it happened a third time. I went up to the principal and I said, if my son is pushed again, I'm going to deal with it. My, my ex has come, well, my wife at the time, has come to you a couple of times. I'm with you now. If my son is pushed again, I will deal with it. You know, and and by the way, what was the bully doing to your kid? He was hitting everybody in the class. Yeah, so okay. So, the, so a few now. parents had complained about this yeah, particular I, child. Absolutely. So I, I grew up with the, son, with the child's father and... Uh, I went up to him at the school gate. Your son is doing this. I was told where to go myself, so I dealt with it at the school gate. And uh, he went home then, and my son was... No son, no one's child was ever touched again in that class by the, that kid. So what, what did you say to the kid's father? Well, I said to him... Was it, is it repeatable on daytime radio? Uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, do the nice version. Yeah, yeah, the edited version <laughs> if you can, yeah. Yeah, it was basically tell your child stop bullying. He's gone around hitting everybody, and if he touches my son again, I'm going to hop off you. So uh, he told me where to go, and I went, okay. So I hopped off him, and that was it. And he never touched my son, his son never touched mine so, again. So you ended up in a physical with, with the father of the bully? I, I hit him once. He, I only needed you, to hit him once. Okay, I, I'm not condoning that. No, but I, but no, I, but no, I understand no. your frustration, Julian. I do if, understand your if frustration. The, if the guy had turned around and said, Jesus, sorry about that, Julian. Yeah, I'll deal sure with it. Yeah. again. Yeah. But he, he was, and I As see bad. where he was getting the, the bullying from. Because if the father was going to stand there and say to another parent, oh, F you and F you, my son is not doing that, you know, that's where the child is getting it. So the father's not big enough and bold enough to take responsibility for his own son's actions, well then clearly he's incapable of being a good father. Exactly, and it goes for any parent. My partner, we, my child, my daughter with my partner, um, there's a bully in her class. It's a mixed class. He's gone around, he's hitting everybody, well, all the girls actually. And my partner has been to the school numerous times. Other parents have been saying that this guy is hitting their daughters and nothing has been done. Now, they're finished up now for the year, but nothing was done for the whole year. But see, when you say they're finished up now, the problem with bullying nowadays, comparison to when I was in school was, at least when I was in school, the bullying stopped at four o'clock or it stopped in the summer holidays and when you were off school. But now it doesn't. Because of social media, the bully is going home with you in your pocket on a mobile phone. So the bullying continues. Well, lucky enough, they're... They're young enough now, the, the, the daughter, that she doesn't have them all, oh, phone okay. all right, or, okay. or any social media. But it, I see what you're saying. It's, it's true. The bullying is happening. happening. Yeah. My, our eldest daughter, we see with her friends, some of them are being bullied online as well. It's horrible. And um, when, when I hear people like yourself, now obviously you didn't touch the, the kid, but you, you did Absolutely go for not. the father, right? And, yeah. and, and two of our previous callers said more or less the same thing as well. Yeah. Um, and that seems to be the thing. But, but is it right to fight back or to tell your child to fight back. So if your child has been constantly bullied and nothing has been done, is there ever a point you say, well, look, if he hits you again, hit him back? Well, I showed my son how to defend himself. And he can now. He's older now, but he can defend himself. But I did say to him, growing up then, if somebody touches you, hit him back. 
and his was saying to me that, but I'll get in trouble in school. And, I and said, that's the problem, isn't it? But that yeah. is the problem. Yeah, but I said to him, I will always have your back. Like, if the teacher gives out to you or the principal calls me in. But I, I because you, said, yeah, because you, first, though. Yeah, because you do carry that into later life. So what happens if your kid has that message in his head and then goes into a workplace? And let's say his boss or a, a colleague is bullying him in work and all of a sudden he lashes out at them as well because there's that's what Dad told me to do. Yeah, but there's a difference between physical bullying and, you know, other kind of bullying. Mm-hmm. Both are bad now, but if I'm, if a child hit him, he was to hit back. Not, okay. You know, if somebody called you a name. Right, okay. You know, Jesus Christ, we cannot, if you can't deal with being called a name now, there's something No, well, but, yeah, sticks and stones will break your bones, yeah. all that kind of carry on. But if yeah. I, I always said to him, and said to the little girls as well, if somebody hits you, hit them back. Now, our little ones, he did hit your man back one day, and uh, it wasn't very pleasant for him where she caught him, but... Uh, well, <laughs> right, I shouldn't laugh really, no, but no, I, no, I'm envisaging the scene there now, to be honest with you. She got, she I, got a big high five when she came home and told me. Right, but needless to say, the child didn't go near her again. No. But a, a so so, do, girl, so in so, your yeah. mind, that, that you think that kind of solves it in some way, because the bully, of course, it's all about power. And even even at that young age, even though they don't understand it, it is about power. It's about, you know, being dominant in the group, et cetera, et cetera. So the but bully... If you, take, if you take their power away... Yeah. You know, they're not going to bully anybody else, are they? Because they're, they're not going to be seen as the bully. See, I'm hesitant to agree with you. I, I, and I'm agreeing with you as a parent. Yeah. But as a broadcaster, I'm hesitant to agree with you because obviously I can't. <laughs> I, and and I don't want to be advocating <laughs> violence among <laughs> six-year-olds in school. No. But I do get what you're saying. Yeah. Because I'm a parent and I, and I do understand. And look, my father said it to me because I was bullied within an inch of my life in school because I had alopecia when I was nine years of age and lost my hair and all sorts of things. I was called all sorts of names. So I was bullied quite a lot in school. And I remember like my dad used to always say, if they're going there, you hit them back. Give them a punch. Just make sure they're the one on the ground. And all this kind of, my dad used to give me, he was a bit tough guy, all this advice. But sure, I was too soft to do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I wasn't that type. And I'm not advocating, like, going around and just hitting kids for the sake of it. But, like, they have to be able to... If the teachers and the principals are not going to look after your kid, they have to do something. They can't just have one or two kids in a classroom picking on everybody and making their life a misery. No, 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 and there's nothing worse. Imagine going through your whole school life, which I did, by the way, yeah. uh, you know, and your life is being made miserable by other people. There's nothing worse. I can imagine that's myself. that's horrible. That's horrible. Yeah. But, you know, I think... If, you, if the bully, if the power gets taken from the bully, no one's going to see them as a threat anymore. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're done. Well, just, just stay there for a second, because David, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, David? How's it going? How are you? Yeah, you were picked on when you were younger as well. Yeah, I got quite a lot of grief in first year uh, over certain things, over a group of lads. And um, it got to the stage where at the end of the first year, summer when I was going into second year I actually got jumped on by three of them and got uh, assaulted by them uh, I took a few slaps well, yeah. and uh, it got to the stage then where I was going into school and I'd be walking down the say I'd be walking from the first year corridor down into the second year corridor and I'd come across them and I'd know that I was going to come across them at certain points and like I'd be scared to leave the classroom and then that's terrible one, and then I was going down to school one day and I saw a flyer saying, um, learn how to defend yourself, uh, start a self-defense and kickboxing class. So I started that and I tipped away at that and 
then a few people heard I was doing that, and they kind of said, oh, you're too skinny, you're too small to do that, which makes no sense in terms of martial arts. No, of course not. It doesn't matter how small or big you are, yeah. And that was, say, in 2007, and now, uh, and now it's all 2021. And, say, over the last, say, six, seven years, they crossed the street if they saw me. Uh, or else they, So just they the very me. fact that you went and did kickboxing classes <laughs> stopped them from doing it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because yeah. they just thought that you were more well able to deal with yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah see, and it was the type of thing that I never actually had to use it. But well, it was a threat. <laughs> yeah. But, but purely because they knew of us, it kind of it deterred them. But it, doesn't that just go to show you the type of cowards they are? Yeah. Because they're yeah. only doing it because they think that you're, you you can't defend yourself very well, you know, because you're a softie maybe, you know? Yeah, 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 exactly. And um, it was quite a wolf pack mentality as well type of thing. There yeah. there, kind of was always a group of them type of thing. And then, mm, um, they tend to be. Uh, and like now it's crazy because they come up to me and they speak to me and in my mind they're still the people that were, the people that picked on me. Like I'm, Like I can't really be friendly with them myself, you know what I mean? But like I'll smile and I'll talk to them but in my mind, I still kind of have a bit of uh, mm-hmm. there, there, stuff like well, 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 then this goes back to what I said, David, earlier on. Now, David, and I don't mean to insult you, but would you have been yeah. a little bit sensitive or a bit soft, maybe? Uh, I don't, no, I wouldn't have been a bit sensitive or soft. It was more just, I just didn't know how to deal with it, yeah. I think, in my opinion. Okay, um, so you wouldn't you wouldn't have been forthright in the way you would have dealt with these situations, but but yeah. once you got the confidence and did a bit of self defense, I suppose you know that yeah, that helps yeah. you. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, no doubt. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. All right, all right, lads, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number is zero eight seven one double eight treble zero eight. That's zero eight seven one double eight treble zero eight. There you go, Davis. Just went to self defense classes. That was enough to frighten away the bullies because I thought this guy's able to deal with himself. We're not going to touch him anymore. Let me know what you think. The number is 0871880808. And also, by the way, uh, somebody else texted in there. And I've been recently bullied in the workplace as well. Uh, can you focus more on that? Maybe on another show or even on this show. Uh, I think it's a very interesting topic. I don't think most workplaces have a bullying policy in place. Well, they should have. Uh, because that's what they're supposed to do, by the way, according to the law, as far as I know. There is actually employment law there where they must have a HR department and they must have a bullying policy in place in case a staff member is being bullied by another staff member or indeed their own boss. Let me know what you think. The number is 87 8 Do you believe that bullying is dealt with properly in Ireland? And actually, getting back to the question that everybody has posed today and everybody has said it, even though I said it's not the right thing to do because I don't know whether it's the right thing to do, whether it achieves anything or not. But my dad would tell me if someone hit me to hit them back. And that seems to be coming, is coming across a lot today, that people are not getting the result by going to the parents to be. And the only way they're getting a result is by standing up for themselves or talking to the parents themselves of the bully, as one person did. I mean, is it ever right to tell your child to strike back? Is that the right thing to do? Let me know what you think. The number is 87 Is that the right thing to do? To tell your kid to hit back? Sheila, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How are you, Sheila? Oh, sorry, Sheila. I didn't turn you on there. Are you there? No, don't turn me on. My husband wouldn't be in. Ah, he wouldn't be impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean in the biblical sense, Sheila. <laughs> ah, oh, no, no, there's, only one, there's get... only one woman I turn on. Oh, yeah. I know. You love her to bits. I love her to bits. (laughs) Sheila, is it ever right to hit back? That's the question that we asked earlier on. Absolutely. But, see, we can't be condoning violence now. I have. No, I'm not condoning violence. No, no, I'm talking about I can't. 
Oh, you can't. Yeah, no, well, I, can't. I, I can speak for you, right? Yeah, but well, you can fire away. <laughs> no, I have a granddaughter and she is amazing. I, I know I'm going to sound, because um, she's my granddaughter, but yeah. no, there's a child in the class and because he his parents are addicts, he's allowed away with murder. Right. Um, the last thing he done was he threw sand in her eyes. Right? Okay. And the teacher just turned around and said, um, that's that's very dangerous, don't be doing that. Right, okay. I don't I think that's right. Do you, Niall? Well, I think you have to make certain considerations when children are young. How old did you say this little lad is? Um, ten. Okay. Well, ten he should know better. It's not yeah. five. Like if it was five or six, children yeah, do stupid things at yeah, five or six years old. Yeah, I know. Ten, you should know. know a bit better. No, I, yeah. I, I'd agree with you. I'd agree with you. That's I want to go. I want to go up to the the school gates now and get him by the neck. Ah, oh, you can't do that, Sheila. I know I can't. No, no, Sheila. So and and by the way, by the way, I know that's what you want to do. And by the way, I felt like that. I remember recently my daughter was being bullied in in secondary school. This is going back about mm. five years ago. Okay. Mm. And I, I knew who the two girls were because they were bullying her online. So I, I had their profiles, everything, knew where they lived, everything. I wanted to go to their house, pull the two of them out and kick them from one end of the garden to the other. Or, but don't you though? Of course you feel like that, but you can't yeah. do that. So you I can. so I went to the guards and the guards went and they gave them a warning. They got a JLO, whatever you call that. Anyway, because it was horrible things they were saying to her. But what I'm saying to you is you feel like that as a parent, but you can't. Unfortunately, you can't do that. People are committing suicide now. I know, I know, I know. You know what I mean? I, I can't cope. I, I want to knock them out now. Oh, I, know, oh, out. I know, I know <laughs> how you feel. And there's no parent in this country, unless they don't love their children, doesn't feel the same way. But the last thing you would want, Sheila, is for yeah. you to be getting an assault charge and ending up in jail. Oh, I know. Imagine, I know. imagine the headline. Granny, you know granny yeah. jailed for punching <laughs> 10-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. And she's she's a grand little kid. Like she's she's, you know what I mean. Yeah. She's excelling. And do, do you think and, do you think this you know these kind of situations and this this bully by the way comes home from school and she goes, I can't have this, but he can have that. Do you know, I know what I mean? I know. I know. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, well, Emily, like you know. And 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 is she being bullied much by this child? Yes. Right. Yes. I, I no, it's not that she's being bullied. She just sees that he can get away with Everything. all this oh, okay. thing and I get he, you. she can't she can't put a, a foot wrong. Right. You know what I mean? No, I get it, I get it, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's real annoying. No, it is. But okay, when you had how uh, many children have you got, Sheila? I two. Okay. They're all grown up now. Oh, of course, I, yeah. They're, they're well, grandchild, like Yeah, yeah. No, 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 I don't know my asking. When your children were growing up and going to school. What would you have said to your um, one of your daughters? Is it daughters or sons you have? Yeah, I have a son and a daughter. I okay. just told them to knock them out. Well, would you? Yeah. So if you came home and said, listen, little Johnny in my class keeps hitting me all the time. Yeah. Knock him out. Yeah. See, and now... No, not knock him out. Obviously, hit him back. Slap him. Yeah, hit him back. Why, do you, do you think that that sends a message to the bully that you can't just keep hitting me because you're not going to get away with it anymore? What? Well, you see, if if a bully gets away with it, he, he's going to keep doing it, isn't he? 
Well, it is about power, yeah. And But they're, you know, obviously the psychologists out there, you know, and they'll say, that's not the way you deal with these things. You have to go to the principal and the principal well, has a bullying not, policy. They're not going through it, Niall. They're not going through mm. it. They're getting paid to tell you that. Just knock them out. Well, slap them back. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, well, look, my father told me the same thing. I know everybody's parents tells them that. Yeah. But I suppose that that can sometimes that can lead to a vicious cycle. I suppose if you hit them back and then they hit you again the next day. No, and, you know I don't I mean? think. I think. I think a bully would die if you hit them back. Yeah. No, that way. I think a bully is a coward, really. Well, most bullies are cowards. Yeah. Oh, be, you, it, be it in school or in the workplace. Yeah, Usually bullies are cowards. To a, a bully they, and, and they die. Stay, well, stay there for a second because, Daniel, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits. How you doing, Daniel? Hi, mate. How's it going? Good. Daniel, you, you heard Sheila. She's obviously having problems with her grandchild, but with her own children even, she said slap back. Is that oh. the right thing to say to a child? 100%, yeah. 100%? Yeah. I'm no, surprised. No, no, no. Everybody texting in is saying the same thing, by the way. But that's not what the psychologists and the experts will say, but go on. But they, they just want people to be living in a bubble for some reason. Right. Uh, real life, you have to hit back. Would you, if you, you're, we're all grown people here. If you were inside in town and somebody hit you back, do you... Do you stand there and take it or do you, do you slap yeah. back? You defend yourself, of course, yes. Exactly. That's how life works. Yeah. Like, I have two young daughters. One is right here in front of me. She's three. And the other is a year. I've all already signed up for MMA classes. For MMA classes? Yeah. Because they're going to be short. They're going to be very small. They're going to be seized. Right. I don't, I don't want to believe. So you, no, you want them to I be able to defend to themselves? Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. No, I, I'm not, I wouldn't disagree with that. That's perfectly good, logical thing to do. It's not, yeah, it's not about aggression. It's about defending yourself. Yeah. I, I have no problems with them being, you know, people ascending them, but... Do you, by the way, do you worry about sending them to MMA classes when, you know, obviously it's quite a violent sport. There's no doubt about that, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, so do you worry that they might really get into it? And then in later, you know, obviously a few years down the road, they'll be getting into the ring or the cage, as they call it, uh, with if the octagon, with somebody else and getting the head knocked off them. If that's what they want, that's what they want. Mm. I don't, I don't yeah. like the sport. I'm not a fan of the sport, I'll no, be no. honest with you. No, no, I, I, no, I, exactly. But by the way, no, I'm not disrespecting what you're doing. By the way, what you're doing, what you're doing is the right thing by teaching your children self-defense. I would have loved when I was in school and I was seven or eight, and I told, I mentioned already, I was being bullied really badly, really, really badly, because I had alopecia, lost all my hair when I was nine years of age, and I got really bad bullying. And I would have loved to have been able to defend myself. Yeah, but I I was soft and a bit sensitive. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah, you know, and I was short and a bit. Skinny. Yeah, my dad used to give out to me. He used to say, you're like a bleeding punch bag now. Will you stop letting them hit you? And I go, yeah. Oh. No, yeah. I wouldn't blame him. I wouldn't blame him. And that's, that's what I want to avoid from my daughter. Yeah, no, that's you're right. I you're want right. Completely avoid. I want him to be self-sufficient. I want him to be independent. And I want him to be strong. And I want him to expect that if they hit someone, they get hit back. Regardless of male yeah. or female. I yeah. don't want them to be thinking that men are punch bags for them and I don't want to think that they're a punch bag for somebody else. Yeah, because look, there's no sexism here because women are as bad as men at bullying other women and men. Oh, Absolutely. I've, I've talked to people in work all the time. The worst person in a woman's life is another woman. Yeah. The worst person Ab- in a man's life is another man. It's Absolutely. It's, it's the same. It's the same. This is something that doesn't recognise gender. Yeah, no, exactly. It's, it's not. It's not about 
avoiding, it's not about, as you said, spectrum, it's about racism. Are you, are you surprised to hear, by the way, that, you know, so many people in the research that we had earlier on there, that so many people have been bullied in both school and work? 24% of people were bullied both in school and in work. I, so, I think it depends on what you consider bullying. Hmm. Are we, are we, has, is it, well, I, I think workplace well, bullying tells not to be physical, more psychological, I suppose, isn't it? Workplace, because adults tend yeah. not to hit each other in work. Like, I, yeah, I, I kind of, I, I'd, I'd like to see the... What they class the, as the definition of bullying, yeah. yes. Yeah, I get yeah, you. Like, is bullying mm-hmm. somebody you don't like and they don't like you? And well, I, I think a one-off instant where someone's having a go with you is not bullying. But if yeah. it becomes consistent and if yeah, it becomes something that becomes overpowering within the workplace, well, then it becomes bullying, I suppose. Yeah, I, I work with twelve hundred people. People don't like each other. Yeah, well, that that happens. <laughs> you know, that's how yeah. it works. And some yeah. people consider it bullying. Some people consider it, you know, yeah, part of life. But I'd like to see, you know, like I think it's probably it might be one in four. But like I work with twelve hundred people. I've never seen anybody. Well, one in four was saved in both, by the way. Uh, 13% yeah. said in work, one in four, uh, 24% said both, and 38% said school. Listen, Daniel, I have to wrap it up. I have to go to a break. Listen, thank you very much indeed. Just getting back to what we were talking about before the break there. I want to go to Stuart as well. Stuart, you're an Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Stuart? Hi, Niall. How you doing? I mean, you, have a, you had a very bad situation uh, with your child being bullied in school. Yeah. Um, it sort of started around first class. Okay. And it ended when he left primary school. So it starts um, at six, ended at about 12. Pretty much, yeah. 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 Um, so like, it, it's... When we became aware of it, we brought it up to the school and we said to the school, and we said, and they sort of dealt with it at the time. Okay. Did their little investigations and everything else, and it's all this... Like, as I said, a few of the boys in the school, they don't have had any problems, and generally speaking, we're happy with the school, but just around this particular subject with their bullying policy, it's very much, oh, everyone sit down, they talk to everybody and try and resolve it that way. And what, what was happening to your little lad? It's like, he's, he's always been tall for his age, so he's, he's, he was always one of the tall in the class, but he's, he's a soft young lad. Okay, he's a sensitive um, soul, as my mother would say, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, but it started off being physical, a bit of physical and verbal. Okay. Um, and then it got to the stage now we were over the school constantly about it and it would stop for a while and, but we're always checking in with them and seeing if anything happened or anything going on and if it hadn't happened what happened and every time he had a different teacher every year we always went up to the teacher we told him what was going on and says keep an eye on it we don't want it going on again yeah um, one year I think it would have been say fourth or fifth class okay um, I got a phone call from his mum um, I was in work and she's in tears just on the phone. I says, what's going on? Um, she said, the principal called me over that his teacher found a note in his, my son's desk with a diagram of how he was going to end his life. Oh, and no. At it, and at the bottom of it, he had a little coffin. Oh, now, gosh. As you can imagine, I saw red. Um, we had a meeting, an urgent meeting with the school the very next day, um, but I probably needed that to calm down because I would have let loose big yeah. time. Yeah. Um, but he had mentioned that he, he sort of wished he was dead and, and stuff like that. And so when, by the way, when you, sh- when you showed him the note, what was his reaction when, when he saw the note, when, you, when he knew you'd seen the note? Well, we said to him, is this how you're really feeling? And the sad thing about it was, he said yes. Oh. 
Like the day of his, when he made his, his communion, he's sitting in his suit, he looked lovely, he, he, he looked really well, and he's handsome, and he's sitting there, and I took the day off, because um, it was a Monday, and they were going mm. in to get the photographs taken, and he's sitting there in tears, in his suit, not wanting to go to school in case they start taking the mic out of him again. Oh, no. That's like, awful. That should have been a happy day for him. Of course it should have been, yeah, and it is for most kids, yeah. And he, with that then, after we found the note, obviously, our alarm bells rang at the school, it was a little bit more serious than what they, they sort of uh, were taking it a bit more seriously. But the worst part about it was when my wife came in and he had a skipping rope tied around the bed. I don't know how you handled a situation like that, Stuart. It must have been heartbreaking to know that your child was even thinking about something like that because, gosh, I remember when we were young, Stuart, we wouldn't have even known what that was. What, no. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I suppose yeah. nowadays social media and TV and YouTube and all that kind of stuff has an awful uh, role to play in all that, in, in yeah. what, the way children think. And yeah. was, it, was it the same kids that were at him at this stage? I'm assuming when you say he was probably, what, eight or nine at this, this stage, was he? At this stage, he would have been about, say, 10 or 11. Okay. And happened. were the same kids still bullying him that were bullying him when he was six or seven? Or was it a different set of kids? Or? No, no, same ones. Same ones. Okay, okay. Now, having said all that, what gets what really got under my skin was, though, say, halfway through the school, the, 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 all this was going on, one of the parents is a teacher. And when it was said to the parent who's a teacher, their answer was, boys will be boys. Oh. And you would expect more from a teacher. You would imagine so, wouldn't you? Because I, I'm now, assuming I'm assuming in teacher teacher training college they do get some you know, lessons or, you know, classes that they would have on how to deal with situations like this. It, yeah. it would have to be part of teacher training. Yeah, like he 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 What what made it worse was is when we found all this out about the note and everything else, and like we're constantly, we were constantly checking in, and we we're probably a bit overprotective because of what he was going through at the time. Of course, yeah, I can understand. So that. we were constantly monitoring everything, and we said to him, "Why didn't you tell us?" He says, "Well, it's been said before, and it's been said to the school, and it'll stop for a little while, so and it'll just start up again. So what's the point? School should be a safe." place for people to go. The teachers should be there as, a, as another re- responsible adult that they can confide in if they don't, can't confide in their parents or just to have someone there in the cases of trouble. We had warned the school I said, I'm telling you now, I can see him snapping and he's going to hurt one of them. I said, and the day he does is the day not one of you will turn around and give out to him before. And mm-hmm. I did they just said, oh, I understand where you're coming from. Oh, yeah, I know. Now, he did lose the head one day. And how, how, is one he, how is he now? He started secondary school. Okay. Um, we made sure that the, none of the, the individuals concerned were going to that school. Okay. And so you made a conscious totally, effort to separate him from these people, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we definitely yeah. were making Good. sure. Yeah. Um, and he hasn't looked back. He's a different young I'm delighted to hear that. You and, you, and you know, in these phases, because I know what happened to my own daughter as well, and these phases can be very short. Thankfully, in most cases, they can yeah. be very short, but they can go on for a long time. And and it does, a lot of the time, as I said earlier on, and I'm not, by the way, I'm not certainly not victim-blaming or blaming your child, but some yeah. children, like myself, 
are predisposed to being sensitive. And, yeah. and, and some kids are better able, to, are a bit more self-confidence and able to deal with the, the, these yeah. situations better than others. And yeah. what we do in schools is when we see a, kids maybe that's struggling, you know, when they're learning, we have special needs assistants and we have people yeah. that will help them. You know, who, you know, children have particular needs. I believe this is a particular need in children and it should be taken just as seriously as a child with dyspraxia or a child with dyslexia or a child that might have other special needs. It should be taken just as seriously and given that bit of special attention to a child that may be a little bit predisposed to being sensitive or, you know, not able to defend themselves or or lacks a bit of self-confidence. But we we don't do that. No, and like I was bullied all the way through school from primary and secondary school and the whole lot. And, and I was like a bit like my son, like uh, quiet and, and shy and not up for confrontations and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, well, I don't know if it's yourself or one of your callers said earlier, it's still affecting him to this day. Yeah. He's still, we only have a conversation with him now recently and because it was harder this year because of COVID that they haven't been in class to get to know properly and, uh, with their other students and stuff like that. He he can't he, he gets very anxious and he, he can't talk to people like for chit chat trying to make friends. It's, he finds that very hard mm-hmm. because he's not really necessarily a sporty person. Yeah, he has other interests. Yeah, so he doesn't know what to be saying. And so we just said, look, it's going to happen. Now they had a school had a day out for all the first years, and and he's that sort of thing that broke the ice room, and and he sort of got chatting to a few more, and it's made a big difference. Because of the, this stuff that he was going through in primary school, it now has emerged from, because everything has sort of settled down for him in secondary school, that we've now discovered he has dyscalculia and, dys, and, and dyslexic, dyslexia, that we need to get that sorted now, where if he hadn't been going through all that crap in school, in primary school... This you you might have noticed that quicker, school. yeah, of course, yeah. Because like, even though we had noticed some of it, we were putting a lot of it down to... The bullying because he had switched off, and and because his concentration levels had dropped because obviously, yeah. and, and that's according to the evidence. When you're being bullied, your concentration levels are lower. Yeah, and, and by the way, I, I, Stuart, you mentioned that you were bullied, so your reaction yeah. to it would be different because you've gone through that oh, experience. Yeah. Yeah. And the long term effect can be devastating. I mean, okay, thankfully he's back on the the straight and narrow again, and hopefully he get on well with his peers, you know, in secondary school, and hopefully you know that'll all change from. But it is something he will remember for the rest of his life, and it can have a, a very dominating effect in your life. I know, I've been and there. It's <laughs> a, yeah, yeah, and it's only recently that we've actually found, we were cleaning out the school bag and for the summer, and we found a piece of paper of a list of people he'd hate. Almost like a hit list, I think. But it, And every one of them, the names are on it, were the bullies from school. So it's obviously still affecting him yeah. internally. Now... We were so, you wouldn't believe the anxiety myself and his mum. I can imagine. I, by the way, I would believe day, it. I've been there. Yeah. And, but on the day he went to secondary school, the, the, the first day we were so anxious because it says it's going to go one of two ways. He's either going to be retreating to himself because of what he's been through and hug, please God, nothing else happens. If nothing else happens, that's it. We're, we're, we're back to square one with him again. I have not... The credit to me, son, he put himself out there on first day. He came back on the first day. We're sitting at the kitchen table. He could not sit still. And it was the first time in nearly six years I could probably see my son was back. And I'm delighted to hear that, by the way. Absolutely, Stuart. And I'm delighted between, to hear that. And between that and the fear of... Then when you, when you read that note, by the way, that he left, yeah. that, I mean, as a father... 
to see something like that, that must have broke your heart. Absolutely broke yeah. your heart. It, 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 I, I, to see red doesn't put words, but doesn't sort of. Well, well, look, thankfully today we're talking about him being in secondary school and things going yeah. well, and we're not talking about something else because you could have yeah. been on the air but, talking about something completely yeah, different. Exactly. But one of, just, just to finish up, just one of the things I've noticed between the, the school when we, we were just going through this, this sort of, okay, there's, there's other issues going on with the, this, this education. So, and yeah. the, is, the school he's in now has been very good and, and very facilitating and helping us getting the, the, the assessments and all that that he needs. But what I've noticed was is with the school, he happens to be in a school where I think there's nearly about 100 kids in the whole school, in secondary school. It just happens to be a smaller school. He goes to a, an Irish school. Yeah. They know it was everything. Mm-hmm. And they have a teacher that's there. They say, right, this teacher is looking after the first years that, and they keep an eye on everybody and make sure that everyone's getting... Like what you were saying a few minutes ago about those ones that are finding it difficult to, to mix and, 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 and mm-hmm. are... are finding it difficult just to sort of maybe make friends and mix in a bit more and, and they're not being left out. And it was actually, we, we were, were having a conversation with, with the deputy principal who was his math teacher um, and he happened to, we were talking about something else and he happened to mention how's Jake getting on because he sees him in, in, in the yard and he, he just seems to be on his own a lot. So we spoke to his son about it and he, he, he said, no, he's not always talking about it. He's fine. Like he's, he talks to X, Y and Z and whatever and, and stuff like that. But later on, we were talking, and we discovered then through a little bit more digging of our own, as you, as you know how to get around your kids a little bit more yeah. information out of them, realizing it was probably a little bit more truer than what he thought. But because he had the, then they had this because he haven't been in school the, as much this year, he was finding it harder. But since they had this day out, the way they went to a, a water adventure place, and he said this, he came back that day in great form, and he turned around and he said. That's the first time I've spoke to the most to everybody in my class for the first time, and that sort of broke the ice for him. So the school seemed to be very well aware and are very good at doing, looking after those who need it and giving them the kids. Yeah. What they and by the way, the good bit of advice that you have in there as well: if you do have a child that's in a situation like that, they're, they're, they do lack self confidence and self esteem, and and maybe they've been through a hard time. A school with lower numbers is always the best idea, if, if it's possible in your area, because they yeah. do get a little bit better, you know, one-to-one attention, so to speak, and what have you. But look, hopefully it, it won't have a profound effect on its life, but I'm sure, you, Stuart, you mentioned you were bullied as well. And I think the problem when you're bullied in school is, and that's why, by the way, in the stats that we read out earlier on, a lot of people have been bullied in both school and work, is, is that when you're bullied in school, particularly if it's very bad, that when you go into the workplace then and somebody is overcritical or somebody, you know, takes you down a peg or two on a regular basis where some people could handle that and maybe fight back a little bit, uh, those who have been bullied in the past, it brings them right back to those days when they were bullied before. And, yeah. and it can be very damaging, you know? But, sure yeah. like it's like It's like what they say, like, there's... there's he got to say where, as I said, he stood up one day and because he, he gave him a few thumps, um, it, it got, went from physical to mental. Yeah. So, and they were trying to wind them up and everything else. Yeah. And, and by the way, but, the psychological, you know, bullying can be worse than the physical bullying. I think that was, yeah. I think, to be honest with you, I think that became the worst part for them. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But it, it, it's a case of where, even though he might be now where he can sort of stand up for himself a lot more, he's a lot more confident in himself now, where he'll stand up for himself and stand up to, 
to somebody who, who was, would try and sort of, sort of pick on him where he can sort of stand up for himself now. If it's those, any particular individuals, I think he just melts. And I know exactly how he feels. I know, I know. And people can, there can be individuals in their life that no matter what you tell them, they'll be terrified of them for the rest of their life. Listen, Stuart, I'm delighted to hear uh, that your son is doing better now and I hope it's onwards and upwards for him, all right? And thank you very much indeed for sharing that story, by the way, today with us. And don't forget, by the way, if your child has been bullied, Parent Line is available and the number there is 1-890-927-277. And by the way, I also have there as well, if you feel that you are being bullied in the workplace, you can contact Workplace Relations Commission for information on employment legislation and they have a local number, which is uh, one eight ninety eighty eighty ninety. It's an easy one to remember. One eight ninety eighty eighty ninety. That's if it's a workplace issue and you feel you can't get any justice uh, in your workplace, or you don't have a HR department or something like that. You can contact them. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan show. Classic hit.